Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Lance. Top story here this afternoon, a scary situation in Salem this morning as police responded to reports of somebody with a gun at McKay High School. A letter from the principal states the school went into lockdown just before 1130 this morning. And Lieutenant Debbie Aguilar says when officers got to the school, they didn't find any gun. They did contact uh, several students as part of that investigation, and no weapon was ever found. And so those students were turned back over to the administration. Salem police say there is no investigation happening right now, and nobody was arrested because of this incident. Safety concerns, too, moving classes at Reynolds Middle School back online. The school district points to student outbursts and fights that have reportedly been causing disruptions. Administrators say they're temporarily transitioning out of the classroom to ensure there are necessary supports and safety protocols in place. Students are off Thursday and Friday of this week. They'll transition, that is, back online on Monday for at least two full weeks. Portland's school board is delaying a vote on a vaccine mandate for students. We get more from KXL's John Eric Smith. The Board of Portland Public Schools is putting off that vote for a while. This comes after the staff asked them to wait before taking action on a vaccine mandate. The district's chief of staff originally asked the board to commit to a six-month delay, but a timeline hasn't been set. I don't like um, locking us into six months. Because we could have another surge um, in December, January, February, March. We honestly don't know what it will look like six months from now. That's board student representative Jackson Weinberg. School staff says they want to hold off because Multnomah County is close to herd immunity. When asked, 90% of students said they would support a mandate. John Eric Smith, FM News 101. And the time now is 4.05 on FM News 101 KXL. Oregon lawmakers today are getting briefed on the state's ongoing response to the pandemic. KXL's Mike Turner is watching the committee hearings. The Special Committee on COVID-19 Response is getting the brief and asking the questions. It turns out we are doing much better in beating down the Delta variant on the virus. But we're not any better than we were during the initial outbreaks and last summer's surge in cases. Oregon Health Authority Director Patrick Allen says he takes that into account when the subject of mask wearing comes up. But it's a little bit like if you've been to a Blazer game and the team is up by a bunch in the fourth quarter and you decide to beat traffic and head to the parking lot. We've had a lot of experience with this pandemic of finding yourself in the parking lot, learning that there was an upset um, and that the game turned out differently than uh, than we thought it was going to be. Director Allen says people can expect the indoor mask requirements to stay in place until the beginning of next year. Mike Turner, FM News 101. Washington State has hit another COVID-19 vaccine milestone. 80% of people age 12 and older have received at least one dose of vaccine. So thrilled we've crossed that 80% mark. And more than 73% of that age group is fully vaccinated. Michelle Roberts with the Department of Health also says more than 60,000 kids between the ages of 5 and 11 have now received their first dose of Pfizer vaccine. 
It seems possible there may be a pre-Thanksgiving vote on a $1.75 trillion spending plan for the country, and local supporters are ratcheting up that political pressure. KXL's Annette Newell reports. Wilsonville Mayor Julie Fitzgerald is among the supporters of the Build Back Better Act. The federal budget package, she says, would help create good-paying union jobs and support Oregon's growing clean energy economy. Without this act, we faced a stalled economy and further damage to the very best of Oregon. Joining her today was Mike McNally with Fairsing Vineyard in the Willamette Valley. Oregon's wine and agricultural industries need you to support and foster stewardship of our atmosphere through climate action now. Both are calling on Oregon Congressman Kurt Schrader to vote for the budget. Schrader supported the federal infrastructure plan that already passed, but has questioned some of the spending in the Build Back Better Act. Realizing we've already spent a lot of money. Annette Newell, FM News 101. You know how you have to switch your cell phone to airplane mode when you fly? KXL's Brett Recamp reports now there's a battle going on inside the government about those radio waves. 5G technology could apparently cause problems on airplanes. KXL tech expert Brian Westberg describes what the FTC and FAA are essentially arguing about whether or not 5g interrupts with an airline's altimeter so far we're hearing that that's not the case but of course government agencies love to make things more complicated and right now delaying rollout of some 5g spectrum while they look into this a little bit further we were expecting it earlier in december and it sounds like that may get pushed back westbrook says if a 5g wave were to interrupt an altimeter it could literally affect takeoffs and landings Brett Recamp, FM News 101. That would not be good. All right, it is 410 now on FM News 101 KXL. Coming up at 416, the top three most dangerous Christmas songs. Seriously, there's a list, and we've got it. Then it's the five things you need to know today at 419. We'll be counting down to the number one item on the list, the White House, getting pretty excited about a small number of children. We'll explain. Stay connected to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. Portland's Afternoon News. I'm Tim Lance here on FM News 101 KXL, and we have made it to the middle of the week. Congratulations to you. Hey, remember that Christmas song, you know, about Santa, the one where they sing, You Better Watch Out? Well, now we know what they meant, thanks to a new survey done by Irish car insurance provider Chill Insurance. They've come up with a list of the most dangerous Christmas songs to listen to while you drive. And I'm not kidding. They used university research showing that songs with beats per minute over 120 are linked with dangerous driving. So we're going to just take a look at the top three this afternoon. Coming in at number three, Tim Taylor, is Jose Feliciano's Feliz Navidad. It has 149 beats per minute. So you're just saying we're going to get too excited and that's going to prevent us from driving safely? Apparently. Well, it's either that or maybe, you know, like you're tapping your foot and you yeah, hit the gas or something. Yeah, yeah, Feliz, you're, just, uh, you're rocking out. Okay, yeah. Feliz Navidad. That's and a great, boom. Yeah, a, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, okay. All right. I'm, I'm writing these down. Okay, so right. Feliz Navidad, no that, bueno. That's, yeah, that's oh, very good. That's number three. <laughs> Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas. Yes. That's 150 beats per minute, Oof. but I think other people just say, you know, that song sucks, and so they just want to, you know, want it to be over with. <laughs> I don't, all of a sudden, I was tapping my foot going 180 miles per hour when that song came on. Because listen, you know, we, you know, and Veronica, oof, she oh, yeah. really hates that song. Yeah. But listen, 
let's be honest. I, I know. I'm going to say it. It's mm. catchy. Yes, it is. Even if you hate it, you 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 find yourself. I, I'll bob my head to it and go, darn it. You know the thing though, it, Baby Shark is catchy. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> no, I stay away from that one. Okay, next. All right, Mariah Carey, dangerous. Next, yep. and finally at number one. Okay, drum roll. That's Gene Autry. I don't believe it. Yeah, 1950s when he came out with that thing, but it's dangerous because it's 172 beats per minute. <laughs> no. Listen, I, Mariah, I get it. Okay? I get it. Maybe even Felice Navidad, Toe Tapper, get it, but that Gene Autry, that is calming and beautiful. <laughs> that is a classic, and I will drive the speed limit right on the nose when that's on. There you go. Okay, well, I'm just telling you, those are their top three, my friend. I love it. It is 419 and time for the five things that you need to know today. Number five. The CDC now has taken a look at an E. coli outbreak linked to organic baby spinach. Seven Midwestern states have been affected in all. That spinach was sold under the brand Josie's Organic Baby Spinach and has a Best Buy date of October 23rd. Number four. Republicans on the House Judiciary Committee are livid after an FBI whistleblower reportedly provided evidence the Bureau is targeting parents protesting at school board meetings. They claimed a leak memo proves the FBI counterterrorism unit created a threat tag to track those parents. Number three. Drug overdose deaths in the U.S. reaching a record high now. That's according to new CDC data, which shows over 100,000 people died over a 12-month period that ended in April of this year, about 30% more than the year before. Number two. Moderna is pushing for FDA approval of its COVID-19 vaccine booster for all adults. If authorized, it would allow for millions of adults age 18 and older to get a third shot. The CDC has already given go-ahead for Moderna booster shots for high-risk groups like the elderly. Number one. 10% of kids 5 to 11 now we're told have received their first COVID vaccination shots. We estimate by the end of the day today, 2.6 million kids ages 5 to 11 who have gotten their first shot. White House COVID coordinator Jeff Zients also calls the vaccination program a giant sigh of relief. That's a quote for many parents and young kids. And those are the five things that you need to know today.